praise and revelations that we overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of our testimony. And this morning we have someone that God has been good to and he wants to share his testimony. If you have any testimonies, you can see Tim and give your testimony to him so that on Sunday you can share to encourage someone. Amen. Help me welcome Chief Ebenezer to give us his testimony. You can do it better for him, church. Hello. Please introduce yourself. Hi, everyone. My name is Ebenezer, and I'm a bartender leader from Christian Service Center. I thought you put your hands together. Please share your testimony with us. Alright, so my testimony is about how God blessed me with the miracle money in my seed account. So when we began our first semester in September, students were asked to pay 40% so that they can register their courses for the semester. So when I calculated my 40%, um, it amounted to 1140 which I paid so that I can register for my You have course. to pay before you register. Definitely. Okay. So, um, when it got to the time that I actually want to pay the rest of the fees, I went to my student portal online to check how much I'm owing so that I'll know the amount that I'm going to pay. And to my surprise, when I to went... My to my surprise, sir. When I went to my student portal, 10 days after I had paid the 1140 cities, Another 1,140 students had reflected. It's a good place to put your hands together. Some of you, how you are sitting now, you can't even pay your fees yet, and you are sitting down like that. And during the time that I checked, I thought it was actually a mistake. So I went to the account office to check for them. There is no mistake. And when I went there to confirm the amount I was owing, that 1,140 students had reflected there again. So it was just left with 640 students for me to finish paying my fee. Is it that you don't understand the testimony? So I went to pay that 614 students. During yeah, the time that wherever the money came from, you don't I know. I didn't know. Okay. I was actually thinking about who could even pay my fees without my knowledge. And during the time that I was thinking about it, I realized it was a miracle money. Why am I saying this? Because when I trace the date that that second thousand one hundred forty cities reflected, I was having we were having flow prayer meeting service, and our father actually asked us to give offerings in hundred. During that time, I didn't have money, so I just paid ten Ghana cities as offering. And during that time too, I needed about thousand cities to sort out few things on my own. So I actually prayed to God that God, this offering that I'm giving to you, I want you to give me like I want you to give me money. I need a miracle this time. I actually didn't know where that money would come from. Tell your neighbor it's a miracle. And I think it's a good place to stop. So when I check the date, the time that I spent that ten Ghana cities few days after that time, that was when that amount reflected, and I didn't even know. 
So the time that I needed money, like when the fish came and I needed money to do that then, that was when I realized that that 1140 cities had been paid. And it actually came on time. It actually came on time. so what do you have to tell the church? What I want to tell the church is that there is God in this church. God is alive in this church. And especially to the freshmen, Fountain of Life Cathedral is the best church for you on Sunday. I thought you'd be clapping by now. And, and I also want to tell them that you can never ask for a better shepherd than our mother, E.S. Joy So as, as you come to this church, don't go anywhere, join a center and be a working member in the church. And mommy, I also want to say this, thank you so much for believing in us and giving us the opportunity to serve God wholeheartedly. We could never ask for a better pastor than you. Happy birthday, mommy. And God bless you so much. Thank Give you me a once again for Church, that was a wonderful testimony. And in this year, you will see many miracle money. If you believe, say amen. Not dance. Some people have come to dance to bless the Lord. And you are sitting down like that. Stand to your feet and give the Lord a chance. This is my favorite part of the service. Because you are about to hear from one of the most anointed ministers in the world. Yes, in the world. Hallelujah. I have seen people's lives change just by walking with her for years. Hallelujah. And I believe that you are about to hear anointed words. Your life will never be the same. Your destiny is about to be turned around. If you believe in what I am saying, I want you to stand to your feet, put your hands together and be welcome. God's anointed servant and he is joy, Felipe Bruce. Put your hands together for the Lord. For Jesus, is it the best you can do for the Lord? Come on, add a shout, add a shout. If your voice belongs to you, hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Father, we are so grateful for today. I thank you for everyone who is here this morning. I thank you for your word. I thank you for everything that we have seen here. To you indeed be all the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Take your seat, hallelujah. Amen. Well, thank you very much for all the birthday celebrations. 
I've had quite an interesting week in my life, but <laughs> yesterday night I put a text and said, thank you everybody, and now I'm drawing the curtain down on the bed, and then somebody texted me and said, but who said? Now today, <laughs> now today is Sunday, thank you very much for all your good wishes. I'll eventually get around to answering your text, so just have patience. Amen. Hallelujah. But before I get into the word, I think God has given me a special gift this morning. Amen. <laughs> this morning, our father, Bishop Edwin Ogu, his wife is in the house. So put your hands together for Lady Pastor Bridget Marriott. Please give her the come and please come and say hello to us. I mean, I mean at least I'm, I'm not enjoying your club. Do you remember he told us who won him to Christ? Uh-huh. That's the one who was if you have been blessed by him. That's where uh-huh. So you better clap well. <laughs> You're so welcome, LP. You're so welcome. <laughs> Hallelujah. Give a shout. Happy birthday, Sister Johnny. <laughs> and I want to say that we are not drawing down any curtain on anything. We are celebrating her. Not that we are here today, Sunday. We are celebrating her every day of the year. We will celebrate you, sir. I am telling them, celebrate her, sir. Hallelujah. Amen. Please be seated. I don't even know where you are standing. <laughs> but it's a blessing to find myself here this Sunday morning. And um, um, when I was passing, somebody said, I think she's the one, she was saying that there's no better place to be on a Sunday morning than here. And I think that for me today, today is, this place is the best place to be. And... It's just wonderful to be among God's people and to see what God is doing. If you look all around yourself, you ask yourself, that what is the church doing here? But see how the church is influencing all the people around. So many hostels. People may not even walk in, but the voice of your pastor is reaching so many children, so many young men and women, and lives are being transformed. There's is a joy. You will never know the extent of your ministry. So one day when we stand before him who matters, the one with whom we have to do. Really appreciate you. You've been my big sister for years. From Tamar, I mean she was the first person I'd never gone to the north to the late Mr. Saki one, you know, Sebi, and we are going to Tamale. Hey, I didn't know that places were far like that. Hey. We go out, we don't reach. Hey. We go out. Eventually when we arrived, it was my first time meeting them. Bishop Bruce and his wife. They are three little children. And now some of them even have married. In fact, two of them have married. And one was playing the keyboard, one was playing the drums, and one was on the bass. 
smoke small children oh so you it is not you that are going to make a pastor of small small children uh, 20 years ago uh, instrumentalists were small small children and uh, she must manage to raise them to become pastors so as you are sitting here i'm telling you whether you like it or not she's going to make you a pastor beer whether you like it or not those of you say oh i come for first service and i go and i just want to be done you can never be done with church as long as you sit under her feet she will make you a pastor thank you lp i'm so happy to be here to celebrate your birthday and god bless you church put your hands together hallelujah amen amen thank you for encouraging us to pray and maybe some of you don't know that Lady Pastor Bridgman also is the right hand of Sister Adelaide Hayward Mills. She does so many things here. So when you see things working, there's somebody there. God bless you. Thank you for visiting us this morning. Take your seat. And my own friend, I will thank you so much for coming. Reverend Seth Grantings wife. And she's also here to celebrate with me. God bless you. God bless you so much. I treasure your friendship more than you would ever know. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Is your Bible ready? You know, LP, I discovered some time ago that the Bible was leaving the church. I had a camp. Had a camp. I'll tell you that story in private. So I said, we are going to find Bible. Find your Bible. Remember, if there's pornography on your phone, don't, don't use it. Uh-huh. Because we're going to make a confession. It's a confession from an old warrior and an old encourager of missionaries and people of God. So stand to your feet as we make our confession this morning. Take hold of your Bible. Amen. Take hold of your Bible. That's why I said if your Bible is on your phone and use the phone for other things, it can't work. Uh-huh. Are you ready? You want to hold it and you want to say, this is my Bible. Say it with conviction. This is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I have what it says I have. I can do what it says I can do. Today I will be taught the word of God. I will never be the same. Never, never, never. I'll never be the same. So help me God. Amen. God bless you. Take your seat. Amen. And as I keep telling you, as we are confessing it, something is happening to us. And I said something is what? It is the word of God that changes us. Amen. Well, we have been on this topic since ever since the new year. You remember when our father introduced us to the topic or the theme for the year. Matthew chapter 10 and verse 16. Let's go there. Behold, I send you forth as sheep in the midst of wolves. Maybe you didn't know you were in the midst of wolves. So don't be alarmed when you look up and something is like this. Mm -hmm. The Lord knew. But he gave us two solutions and he said, Be therefore wise as serpents, and he went on to say, and harmless as doves. Amen. Oh, do you remember? Oh, I've forgotten already. Hallelujah. And so for the past two weeks, we've been looking at it, at the things that harm ourselves. I was saying that when you look at it, it sounds so far-fetched because it's like, oh, I can't hold a knife and cut myself. It's not likely. Are you there? But we began to go through scriptures that were showing us how knowingly or unknowingly we had harmed ourselves in different ways. How many of you remember that? And we started with the word, you know, 
in, in Proverbs 30 and verse 17 which was showing us the curse we have brought ourselves under when we treat our parents in a certain way. Are you there? The eye that, it says, the, the, the eye that mocketh at his father and despises to obey his mother. So you didn't know, you thought you were just being tish. Sana! Something was coming to pluck out your eyes. Hey! I thought you'd be saying, God forgive me in the name of Jesus. It won't happen. Are you there? Then we went on to look at sexual sin, isn't it? The things that we are doing, you think that, oh, you are just being modern. But then the Bible shows you that actually you are harming yourself. Then we took a tour into Mark chapter 5, where I was showing you what the devil wants to do with you if he had his way. You remember that one too? And how when you are uncontrollable, you think that you are you. Sana! Mm, something. I hope all the demons have left. <laughs> Hallelujah. Captain yourself. We went through so many things. Now today we want to move on to the second thing. Because there were three things. Well, it's harmless of doubts. I'm not going to harm myself. I'm not going to harm other people. I'm not going to harm the, the kingdom of God or the church. So the first one, I'm not going to harm myself. I hope you have stopped. If you are sitting by neighbor, ask the neighbor, have you stopped? Uh, you, some of you this your face like lemon change it you are harming yourself I don't know why I went there this morning do you understand when I say lemon face when they even greet you cry. change your face you are young enough to change it I used to frown a lot when I was about 16 years old and somebody told me that when you are 30 by the time you are 30 it's fixed me now when I looked at that I said no <laughs> this face it cannot be permanent and I changed it you to make up your mind to change. Are you there? And it's because nobody likes me. No, it's because of your face. Mm-hmm. It's because of my problems. No, it's, because it's a choice. Who doesn't have problems? Are you there? If you like bring your problems, you see that it's just a basin. When you come, you see that there's somebody here. Their problem is polytank. Ah. So no. Amen. Hallelujah. So today I want us to move on. I want us to move on. We're going to talk about the second category because Jesus said be harmless as what? So we're looking at that harmlessness in what way? Because many of us, we don't think we are dangerous. Other people are dangerous. We dear. We are there. How do we harm others? You see, there are some very direct ways of harming people that I don't expect you to be part of. If you are here, I don't expect that you are still committing fraud. Uh If you are here, I don't expect that you are still selling weed. If you are here, I don't expect that you are still an armed robber. We have had all these types of church members before. But as you come, after a while, you have to change. The church is very quiet though. I used to have an armed robber as a church member. Hey! My church moved to the certain area. We had gone out. We had done evangelism. People had come to the church not knowing the guy was a known armed robber in the area. Me, I didn't know. Every day I'm preaching and I'm happy. Then some masons came to work. And one of them called me. This one, they called me. I said, I said Madam, is this man in your church? I said, Oh, yes. Do you know who in your church? <laughs> Are you there? I say to the glory of God today, he's a pastor. 
Pasal afraid of him eh? <laughs> Are you there? Yeah. So there are some very obvious ways Very obvious And I want to believe that as you have given your life to Christ As most of you have And as some of you will today I hope <laughs> That many of those obvious ones you know So you are stopping them Is that okay? This guy you have been going around breaking hearts breaking, Be careful As you are walking somebody has already cursed you Daniel said then the young lady, help you should have been here first service. The girl was chasing the guy. The guy had to pick his shoe and his other was running. So you see a girl, you are counting the guys up. Flood this one. 21, 22, 23, 24. Listen. All these obvious ones, I want to believe that you have stopped. I want to believe you have stopped. So I want us to look at a few others which Jesus also pointed at and which will help us so that this year as we are moving ahead I believe we are going to move ahead mightily Amen. Amen Tell your neighbor with or without COVID we are moving with or without it's not COVID that is going to determine No, our lives are in the hands of the Lord hmm, you are very quiet no it's true I have a church member here she said to me that I don't know why you but since COVID my shop is doing better hey yeah, maybe your story. She's just saying. Now, whatever it is concerning you, regardless of what's happening, you're doing better. But as we do, let us look at some of these things. How am I harming others? Let's take a tour through the Bible, looking into Mark. I'm sorry, Luke chapter ten. Let's take it from verse twenty-seven. It's a story you know. That I believe that it will show us some of the things that we are not thinking so much about. In Luke chapter 10 reading from verse 27 He answering said, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy strength and with all thy mind and thy neighbor as thyself. In other words, Jesus was saying to us that yes, love God with everything that you have, your heart, your soul, your strength, your mind, but your neighbor too. Don't harm your neighbor. Love your neighbor as yourself. So, the person was a litigant like some of you. Hello. So, verse 29, the person who he was talking to was trying to justify himself. And he said to Jesus, Who is my neighbor? And Jesus answering said, A certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell among thieves which stripped him of his raiment and wounded him and departed, leaving him half dead. And by chance there came down a certain priest that way. And when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. And likewise a Levite, when he was at the place, came and looked on him and passed by on the other side. But a certain Samaritan, as he journeyed, came where he was, and when he saw him, he had compassion on him, and went to him and bound up his wounds, pouring in oil and wine, and set him on his own beast, and brought him to an inn, and took care of him. And on the morrow, when he departed, he took out two pence, and gave them to the host, and said unto them, Take care of him, and whatsoever thou spendest more, when I come again, I will repay thee. Which now of these three thinkest thou was neighbor unto him that fell among thieves? And he said, He that showed mercy on him. Then Jesus said unto him, Go and do 
likewise. Hallelujah. This morning, I'm not preaching for so long, but the first category of people that I want to pull our minds to is that you can harm are those who you harm by doing nothing. Those who you harm by doing nothing. In the scripture, we see somebody who had fallen on hard times. Thieves had beaten him. And so if you just read the story from the beginning, you will say that, oh, the thieves who beat him are the ones who had harmed him. That is true. And that's the first category I was talking about of people who are doing obvious harm. Obvious harm. A thief. A beating. But as we go through the story, we meet some other people. And these other people saw the person who was wounded. And I can almost read their minds. Now, as you see the man who is lying there, then you say to yourself, listen, I'm very busy. I'm very busy. I can't stop right now. If I stop right now, it will mess up my whole day. So that's one reason. So I pass. If I try to pick him to the hospital and he dies in my car, they'll say I hit him and I killed him. Ghana police, someone has a are you there? So they had other reasons. They could even have said, you see, as the man is lying there, the thieves are still around him. If I stop to help him, they are on my case. They'll catch me and I'll be the next one. Many of us are like these two people. Where we are going through life, not necessarily physically or deliberately harming somebody. But by just doing nothing. You see, I don't like trouble. I don't like trouble. I just keep to myself. I just keep to myself. Jesus has a problem with you keeping to yourself. You see, I don't like, I don't like saying, hey, 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 let me want some. Let me just sit quietly in my corner. But while you are sitting quietly in your corner, somebody is bleeding. And your intervention is what would have stopped the bleeding from coming. But you say, oh no. Uh, 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 Charlie. What bothers me the most about these two people? Hmm. Are you there? Was that one was a priest. Hmm. The case is false. One was a preacher of the word. One was preaching the Sunday before. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy strength, with all thy might, with all thy mind. And your neighbor says, preach. Preach. Some of you who are here, you preach every week. Every week. But the people that you are preaching to, some are bleeding. But you don't go close enough to care. All that matters is that you come and I'll count. After all, at the end of the service, I have to tell Lady Amehumi that I had so many people in my center. Ahead, so I'll count. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, five, ten, ten. I got it. But there are bleeding people there. Bleeding people there. And in every church and in every place, in every classroom, maybe even your roommate, the person is bleeding there. But you, say, let me mind my own business. You see the way people are. People are so some way. Now the problem I have with the second person was that he was a chorister in the church. A Levite. Hey, 
Cain and Asher, the Levites in those days, they were the ones who used to clean the church. Charlie, <laughs> sweep the church, make sure everything is alright. There were the communion staff who were preparing communion so that we will not sweat. Because when we say bring your own bread, you don't bring it. And if we say we'll sell it to you, to you go and gossip somewhere that we are doing market. So <laughs> they prepared, but they were doing something in the house. They were the instrumentalists who were making nice music, sounding good. Some of us, I don't want to say, but we are so spiritual minded that we are no earthly good. Yeah. It's not enough to just love God. Please, why didn't say it? We open your Bible to look at That's why you should have had your Bible with you. By now, you'd have been reading the scripture again. It says, after all that you do for me and your neighbor as yourself. Did you eat this morning? Did you feed yourself this morning? What about your neighbor? I saw you. You made your your this thing, your mankun, then you put it under the bed when they knock the door. Hey! See that? See! Some of the girls, the greatest quarreling point in the room is that I cooked and my roommate ate it. So you have picked up a fight, ding, 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 ding. Please, I beg you, it's only onions and tomatoes, Okay? When you are fighting, remember. Remember. She acted because she was hungry. And knowing you, you will invite her. Ask your neighbor, why are you angry? I didn't call you. You come to church every Sunday on the same route and you pass the same person. Every day. You say, it's COVID these days. I don't really want to have strangers in my car, so... Please, open all the windows. Put off your AC. Open all the windows. Okay? Do yourself wear your mask. Then open all the windows and put them inside and drive. The wind will be, will be blowing, okay? Because the reason why they didn't stop was fear from, for themselves. Hey, if we stop, if we stop, if we stop, many of us are doing nothing for others because of fear. That's number one. Number two, because of selfishness. Me, myself, and I first. I'm afraid. I'm afraid. I'm afraid. I'm just sharing a few things with you. Amen. Number three, some of us are, are not doing anything because of over-righteousness. Hey. How can I... I can't, I can't see my breakfast white. Right? I go near to change color. Right? I cannot. I cannot associate with such people. No, it's true. It's true. It's true. Are you in the house? You see these children that they come from. You see the way they are, no, and the way the way they are. But you were also a child some time ago. You were even uglier. I didn't call your name. Don't be angry. Let me try mention any name. I didn't mention any name. Maybe you have forgotten. You see, in those days there was no uh, mobile phone, so your pictures are not a lot. But you were messier and uglier than the ones around. <laughs> but today you are saying things. 
Jesus had an issue with those two people. And Jesus has an issue with some of us. Amen. Hey, doing nothing. Doing nothing. It's also a problem. You are harming the person by doing nothing. The person is dying because you are doing nothing. Mm-hmm. Oh, my food is not enough for me. You know, sometimes you don't have enough for yourself, but you have a voice that carries weight. So if you went to ask, because you were asking, somebody would get, but you didn't ask. Yeah. You just said, oh, I don't have. You don't have money, but you have the voice. You have weight. You have contacts. You have connections. You have people. What do you do with it? Are you there? One night. In fact, it wasn't my daytime. I got a call that somebody was being arrested. And he had been arrested. He had been framed for something at work. And they were going to put him inside. I said, he cannot go inside. I said, no, no, no. I don't know the facts of the case. I don't know whether he is guilty or not guilty. But what I do know, in this Ghana in which I stand in, we don't have law that works. So whatever happens, whether guilty or innocent, I apologize to all my learned friends. But then, <laughs> it doesn't work. It doesn't, at least for the poor. So he can't go inside. Finish. Cannot go inside. So I started to make calls. I have a voice. Because I don't know. Even when I get to the police station, I'm confused. Then I'm also afraid I'll say something and they'll get angry. Do you see? So I started calling. The first person I called, said, I'm coming. Then the person called me and said, Oh, you know, as I've called and I've tried to have been there, and the man said, Something, 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 and something, something. Then I picked and I called somebody else. Like another person. And the other person left, right, up, down, back, forth. Then somebody called me and said, Oh, but it's not a problem. He should just sleep there. I said, If it's your child, when you sleep there, if it's your child, if it's it's your child, if it's you, if you're a church member, when you sleep there, I said, Me, I won't sleep there. So you you won't sleep there. The other people, they went, they came, they went. They, because they did what they could move, they were moving it, moving, moving it, moving it. Moving. Then they called me and said, Not tonight. He's home tomorrow. I said, Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Are you there? What would you have done? Oh, it's not my brother. It's not my father. It's not my child. He's even, maybe it's even true. He has stolen it. Maybe it's, what if he hasn't stolen it? Apart from that, do you know that when you enter, you collect clubs first? Ah. Is the police what I'm saying? Is it my learned friends? I don't want to trouble them today. No. Whether you are guilty or not guilty, when you arrive and they say, I come and sleep here tonight, you get a welcome. The welcome is a powerful, powerful club. And if your head goes this way, they'll give you another one too. 
So whether you are innocent or guilty, you are connected to Islam. Today I want us to make up our minds. We will not stand by and not be concerned. There are people right by us who are going to hell because we are quiet. You received Christ some time ago. Now in your righteousness, you are saying that... I can't talk to that girl. If I talk to her, though she will think I'm coming to rap her. And the way this girl is, mm, that guy cry. He's even smelling of a. I was not doing anything. Look, I want to say something to you. Eh? As we are sitting here today, thirty thousand students have been admitted to the school. You forget the continuing ones who are coming. 30,000 freshers. Of the 30,000, I can bet you everything that I know that less than 2,000 have a Christianity that matters. I can tell just proportion. Less than 2,000. Of the 2,000 who have a Christianity that matters, 1,500 will lose it because you didn't go to call them. Then of the, please, 30,000 minus 2,000, 28,000 that is left. What do you expect to happen? If you won't go and share the gospel, if you won't say anything, by your silence, by your quietness, by your so called me, I don't. Ah, they are going to catch them like life. The very first day they arrived, some people were going around with flyers. Some boys had arrived, they were continuing students, they were not in school yet. And they asked them, hey, you both are different. I said, hey, but also come. Please, what is it? You were the one to me. They said, what? They said they had also come for freshers. I, I, I was actually talking to them because I thought they were freshers. So I was going to invite them to church. And they said, oh, they are not freshers. They've come for freshers. So when I asked for their number, they said, no, they wanted my number rather. They didn't want uh, to. Yeah. And it's because you just got up, wore your dress, and you came. It's also because some of you were sitting there. My mother said, my father said, my sisters have told you that that's excuse doesn't work here. Because when you were jumping the gate, when you were going to the disco, when you were going to sleep in that guy's house, you didn't go and say, my mother said, my father said, how come now when it comes to God, the things of God, working for God, sharing Jesus, suddenly? Mother said. Father said. Tell me about that excuse. It will never work here. It will never work. It will never work here. I told you that most of the time they have asked you to do something you have not done. So that's the issue that they have with you. Not you coming or not coming. Hey. Hmm. I've seen somebody on your phone. If I come by you, you'll lose the phone. Hey. Hey, why is it by force? Oh, I didn't say anything. I'm just. Amen. But are you seeing something? Now, somebody else came by. The Bible says from verse 33 that a certain Samaritan the Samaritans in the Bible, they were also some people they were predecessors of a shameful relationship when a daughter seduced her father these are the descendants of Lot products of his, uh, what? <laughs> or something, his what? Uh-huh, of incest so then, uh, historically, they were not correct. And the Jews also treated them in a certain way. Now, this is the person who should rather be saying that, hey, please, so I should not come and stand. 
I don't want trouble. But the Samaritan rather went over, took a look at the guy and realized he's still alive. Let me try and do something. The Bible says he took his own horse. A time comes when you must get down from your horse and give it to somebody else who needs it. <laughs> oh, let them remember. I don't have a horse anymore. This what should I do with <laughs> You have a motto. You have a bike. You have something. And sometimes you must forgo that thing you have for the sake of something else. The Bible says the Samaritan journeyed. He came to where the man was. He had compassion on him. Nowadays the church has become so wealthy and so hard that the thing called compassion is living. Compassion. Just to feel. I get distressed in the church when I can see hungry children and I can see very full people walking around. And I wonder, can't you see that they are hungry? When a child is hungry, they have a way of looking at you. They come and stand and then they look at what you are eating, from what you are eating. They are giving you a message. I'm hungry. But I'm not their mother. Get down from your horse. Get what? Get down from your horse. Get down from your horse. Some of you too, you have made yourself poverty chairman. No, it's true. That will mean I don't have. You to get down from that horse. You don't have, but again, you have something. You have something. You may not have everything that you want to have, but you have something. You have a shepherd who, if you spoke to the shepherd, will do something. You have a friend. You have. Hey, please, let's go to verse 34. <laughs> I don't want to. Yeah. Amen. I watch children all over the place. We have children in this church, they can't even read. They can't read. That's why you don't mind. You are laughing. Just laugh. In case you didn't know, that's your sister. That's your sibling. Everything, unless we take it and organize it centrally before. Ah, come on. Come on. Oh, but it's not my child. Hmm. Mercy. But when you need help with something, you know how to call somebody else. Look at the Samaritan. He went to him. And bound up his wound. If you know the wounded in the church, please, when I'm preaching, sit well before something descends on you. <laughs> Don't call sleep, sit well. Bound up his wounds, pouring in oil and what? Were you not moved when he, um, um, Pastor Hope was reading about the writer of the hymn? <sighs> and the man was still writing. And because he wrote, we have sung the song and been blessed. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pain we bear. All because we do not carry everything to God. I thought it was written by somebody whose life was okay. His life was not okay, but he put down something. That has been a blessing to us. But we, have, we don't want to do. Then you see us will come, then you are sitting on your phone. We don't want to enter the phone matter today. Won't come out now. <laughs> Are you in the house? 
Sometimes it's just a call. Your call will make a change. Yeah. Just a call. Your call will make a change. Yeah. Your call will make a change. You have been in the church a long time. So you know a lot of people in the church. Just call them. Just call them. Face them for somebody. Hey. No, it's true. Yeah. Are you in the church or you have traveled? Yay. The guy was a Samaritan. He went to him. You see, he was not a doctor. Bound up his wounds. What did he have? He had some oil. He had small Holy Spirit. Small prayer. He had some wine. Some small blood of Jesus. Just something to be first aid so that we can get you to the next place. He had it. And he used it. Then the Bible says that he brought him to an end and he took care of him. As for taking care of people, it will always take some time. That is possible. Amen. Not only those who are related to you or those who are your friends. Then what's the difference between us and unbelievers? Unbelievers do take care of their own. They also take care of their friends. But others. Wow. And the Bible says that the next day he had to go. So he took out two pens and gave it to the host. He tried to put him in the hands of somebody who would care. Some of you may not have much, but you know people who can handle and who will care. It has come to a point sometimes I'm even feeling embarrassed when I call people. Yeah. Because I call them and I tell them, listen, this child is in final year. Person has to go and do, I mean, has to finish. Mother says, sit at home because I can't pay. Please do something. Do something. Do something. And you see people giving. And it is the same few people. The same few people meanwhile you are there. Hey. Okay. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, you are there. You are there. You can do something. Yeah. You can do something. You can give something. Amen. Sometimes we just need someone to just go and visit somebody in the hospital. Just go and visit them for us. The people just need to see that, oh, my church has thought about me. But you rather you are angry with me about your uh, mother's, father's, brother's, sister's, uncle's funeral that we didn't come. I didn't know. You didn't tell us. No. If you don't say, we will not know. But you can quote for somebody's sake. Hey. Hmm. I don't even know how I descended into this hole. Yeah. Are you there? Because a lot of things are happening in the house. It's like anybody else. Some people have fallen by the wayside. This. As we come back to school. And you see, those of us here, most of us didn't go anywhere. We are the town that we are here. And that's why I am deliberately preaching this message to you. Because as we are here, some of those we knew last year, they are returning. Some have fallen among thieves. If you don't go and get them, they will just be lost. So just belong, that's it. Yeah, it's been a very long year. And in case you don't know, it's not one of them that the head is even working well. You just think about it yourself, your own head, is it working well? <laughs> no, you know, one day, eh, I just took stock of the thing. I said, hey, if my father had not been leading this prayer, look, I just, I said, hey, 
I'm a pastor. But I realize I think by this time, now I am red. Meanwhile, you know your own people. Some of them they didn't take part. So as they are returning, you know. Busy body. But you know something? We are going to rise up and we are going to show love. Amen. I know some of you are new who added to us and you are welcome to the club. But we are going to take care of our neighbor. Who is our neighbor? Anybody. Anybody. Everybody. Amen. Any what? Everybody. Anybody. You see, if, the, if God brings the person your way, then that person is for you. Oh, he's not in my church. Please, I need a cane. Who was that? I believe we are going to do our best. We are saying that in this year, we are not going to harm people by doing nothing. No. We will do something. And sometimes the something is a very little something. Sometimes just a small something, just a call. And says, hey, they remember me. They thought about me. Hey, then I'm not insig- insignificant. I'm coming. May the Lord help us to be harmless as that. Turn to your neighbor and tell your neighbor that neighbor, I would have come to eat your lunch today if I knew where your house was. Yeah. I'd have come to eat your lunch. Don't mind Dr. Gabriel. Tell him that you'd have come to eat his lunch. Yeah. He's a very quiet looking man, but tell him that you'd have come to eat his lunch. Yeah. Yeah. Matter, I've come to eat your lunch today. Hallelujah. But may God help us. I said, may He help us to have a heart of compassion. When you see somebody wearing the dress and the pants outside, she's going to dance. What should fill you is not disgust, it's compassion. And tell God, God, the way I heard about Jesus, help me to reach this one. Who knows? It is your word that will make a difference. Stand to your feet. Hallelujah. Stand to your feet and just pray for yourself for a few minutes. That Lord, may I not miss any of those that you send my way. The story says a certain man, so it means it could have been anybody. Anybody. All those you send my way that I should be a neighbor to, Lord, may I not miss it. May I not miss it. If you know that you are hard-fisted, say, Lord, help me to open these hard hands. Maybe you yourself went through so much difficulty, and because of that, you are hard. Thank God, Lord. Help me to understand what it is to have compassion. Pray for yourself that you will see somebody, that you will hear somebody, that you will not be the reason why the person has come to harm. Talk to the Lord for a few Jesus went to the man where, who answered the question. He said, Go and do likewise. Go and do likewise. You to go and do likewise. Lift up your voice. Lift your voice and pray. Lift your voice and pray. It's a different year, different time. We are not going to be the reason why somebody comes to harm. Oh no. Oh no. You are the source of someone's salvation. Because you spoke, somebody will share. Lift up your voice. 
the word that Jesus gave us to be harmless as thou, my God. Help us not to be the reason why others are harmed. Help us to rise up above our fears. Every fear we bring down in Jesus' name. Help us to rise up and do what we can do to make a difference to every neighbor that you bring our way. I pray, Lord, that you show us the things we can do and help us to do more. This I ask in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. amen. And as every head is bowed and every eye is closed, before the compassion of Christ will sit well in you, you need to belong to Jesus. And so if you are here this afternoon, you've not given your life to Christ. Listen, maybe you are in church all the time. That's not what we are discussing. But we're talking about your relationship with Christ. You have been given your life to Him. You are here today, you are saying, I'm not sure. I'm not sure that if Jesus were to come today, I'm not sure I'll go with Him. I'm not sure my name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. I'm not sure that Jesus knows me. I'm not sure that I've cultivated a relationship with Him. If that is your state, but you would like to draw to Jesus and you want to be sure of your salvation, that you will be with him, but you're not sure. I want you to bow down your head. And if you want to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, lift up your right hand. We're going to pray a prayer. Just lift it up. God bless you for your hand. God bless you. God bless you for your hand. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Now, if your hand is up, just step out. Let the pastors, the ushers help you. Just come and join me right here in front. Just come. Step out and come and join me. God bless you. I feel come. Just come. Just come. Just come. We're going to pray. It's just one prayer. It's just one prayer. Just come. God bless you. I God bless you. God bless you. I want you to move away from that friend. I want you to move away from where you are. to pray this simple prayer with me the Bible thinks that what you believe in your heart confess it with your mouth in order to be saved and that's what we want to do this afternoon so as I pray I want you to pray after me you want to say Lord Jesus I come to you today as a sinner please wash me in the blood of Jesus cleanse me from my sin please write my name in the book of life Lord Jesus from today you are my savior and you are my Lord thank you for saving me from today you are my master you are my master from today from today you are my lord you are my lord in jesus name in jesus name. father i pray for these young ones standing here this afternoon as they give their lives to you lord may they never be the same again may they never go back oh lord on who they are but rather may they stand forth and may your hand be strong towards them and help them in jesus name amen and amen now